Tonight, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer tells CNN he's in talks with Republican Leader Mitch McConnell seeking a way around the division and the paralysis in the House of Representatives as a government shutdown looms eight days from now. CNN's Brian Todd is taking a closer look at the real-world impact of a shutdown. Brian, this would affect billions of Americans in a variety of ways. It certainly would, Wolf. Analysts and government union officials are warning us tonight about the serious ramifications of a government shutdown, expressing their concerns about everything from the food we eat and the water we drink to our travel plans. Those soul-crushing flight delays that might have hampered your travel this summer and last year, get ready for potentially more of them. Your food and water might be vulnerable to safety lapses. Those are among the potential disruptions to our lives that could occur if the Congress can't agree to extend the funding of the government and we face a government shutdown by midnight on September 30th. Don't think for one minute that it don't affect your community, that it don't affect your church, that it don't affect your city, your municipality. It affects all of America. First to feel the pinch, almost all of the country's 3.5 million federal workers going without pay, including active duty military and much of federal law enforcement. Some essential workers will have to work anyway without pay, like air traffic controllers and TSA officers at airports. If they're working, why could there still be flight delays? When you don't have money to put gas in your car to come to work, when you don't have money to, uh, for public transit, you know, that could cause delays at the airport because these guys are going to call in because they can't get to work. And a shutdown would delay the training for badly needed, newly hired air traffic controllers. Even a shutdown lasting a few weeks could set us back by months or more because of how complex that training is. How would the rest of us feel it? National parks likely closed, food stamps in jeopardy, as well as passport processing, and disaster funding for places like Hawaii and Florida. Even thousands of preschool kids could be shut out. Head Start is losing funding. That means a lot of preschools may be temporarily shutting down and the families that rely on them will be affected. Our daily sustenance would be affected, analysts say, because FDA and EPA inspectors wouldn't be working during a government shutdown. You'll see fewer food safety inspections. You'll see a pause in inspections of drinking water facilities. Social Security and Medicare payments won't be stopped, but service? A person come and want to apply for a new claim, that won't happen. A person uh, have an issue with their uh, benefits, you know, they have no one to call, no one to talk to. The broader economy would take a hit, experts say, because things like permitting for construction projects and loan approvals for farms and small businesses could be paused. A government shutdown is just yet another drag on the economy because it ends up disrupting lots of supply chains and lots of services that people and businesses rely on them keep other parts of the economy running. What should the average American do to prepare for a possible shutdown? Analyst Catherine Rampell advises, check on what benefits you're receiving from the federal government, whether it's food stamps or your child's preschool. Find out if those benefits will be disrupted. And she says, contact your representative in Congress and urge them to work as hard as possible to reach a funding deal. Wolf, those members are going to be under a lot of pressure in the next week. Yeah, very good advice from her. Brian Todd, thank you very much. New CNN polling from the key battleground state of New Hampshire may be giving some hope right now to the Biden campaign as a top GOP rival to Donald Trump sharpens attacks against the former president. CNN's chief national affairs correspondent Jeff Zeleny is joining us from Manchester, New Hampshire right now. Jeff, so where do things stand in the Granite State? Well, for all the talk of a uh, potential 
rematch between President Biden and former President Donald Trump. A bit of a reality check here in our latest New Hampshire poll. Of course, New Hampshire, always a swing state in the general election a year from now. But take a look at these numbers here. President Biden getting a slightly a greater than a majority uh, over the former president, 52% to 40%. And Wolf, this is quite interesting. What this is driven by is anger at the former president. When we asked a respondents here, voters in uh, New Hampshire, what is driving their decision, anger uh, toward the former president is higher than a lack of enthusiasm for the current president. So certainly just a snapshot in time. Obviously, this is uh, considerably early. A, we do not know if there will be a rematch between them, and the dynamics could change, but certainly a benchmark. But, Wolf, what is underway here, of course, is a Republican primary campaign. And former South Carolina governor and former U.N. ambassador Nikki Haley is gaining ground in our poll, as we talked about last evening. Well, she was presenting her economic plan here today, and as she did so, she took aim at the former president, comparing them to Democrats. Joe Biden is proving reckless spending is the road to socialism. But he's not the only culprit. Joe Biden, Donald Trump, and Barack Obama added more to our national debt than the previous 42 presidents combined. So this is a continuation of the argument that Wolf she has been making about the spending and the fiscal policy of the former president. Of course, she's trying to carry some of that to momentum into next week's debate at the Reagan Library in California on Wednesday. Of course, this is essentially now a race for second place for the um, possibility to uh, confront the former president head-to-head, uh, -head, one-on-one. He's not competing in that debate. But Wolf, all of this certainly is sending a message the next year, at least, here in New Hampshire certainly will be an unpredictable one. Wolf. All right, Jeff Zeleny in Manchester, New Hampshire for us. Thanks, Jeff, very much.